Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a monthly podcast series on Ukrainian tech companies and their efforts to go global. Today, we will be speaking with Kira Rudik, who is the Chief Operations Officer with Ring Ukraine. Ring Ukraine is the R&D operation for the company Ring, which produces video doorbells and other home security services. Hello, Kira. How are you today? Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Thanks so much for agreeing to, to come on Made in Ukraine. So I've been doing my homework on both Ring and Ring Ukraine, and there's a lot to talk about today. For our audience who are not familiar with Ring, uh, Ring was acquired this year by Amazon.com, the U.S. e-commerce retailer, for over a billion dollars. And it's quite a landmark. Uh, Ring has been around and was actually founded in 2012. And in 2016, they began an operation, an engineering operation in Ukraine. And so that's what we're really here to talk about today. So Kira, I'm curious about your own education and professional background. I read somewhere that your university education is actually in chemistry. So how did you wind up as the COO of Ring Ukraine? Uh, (laughs) I'm not sure that this information is correct about chemistry. So I have a master's degree in computer science from Kiev Mahila Academy, and uh, I have minor in psychology. But uh, chemistry was always my passion, but uh, I never received a degree in it. Since university, I uh, worked in tech companies. I started as a quality assurance engineer. Then I grew to uh, quality assurance managers in IT companies. Uh, then I, I continued my career as project manager. And after a while, uh, I became a serial entrepreneur where I would find some clients in the U.S. and then open uh, companies or departments for them in Ukraine, bringing uh, investments uh, and funds here and uh, providing them with the best service possible. And one of those companies happened to be Ring where me and my partner, Jason Mitura, in 2016, started small R&D operations in Ukraine. We had a good background in computer vision and uh, previous success stories with that. That's why uh, Ring believed in the possibility of having high-end technology operations in Ukraine. Now, I'm curious about Jason. I know that he was associated with the company Vudel. Correct. And that was sold to Google in 2012 for $45 million. And that was fairly large uh, amount for the acquisition of a Ukrainian company at that time. So how did you connect with Jason? So we had previous business together and Jason's uh, previous experience and uh, history of selling company to Google really helped with bringing Ring to Ukraine because it was pretty much similar start when uh, people will in Ukraine will have to work on high-end technologies similar to the ones that he worked in with in Udall. Interesting. And for our audience, Jason Matura is actually originally from Texas, 
And uh, he began his activities in Ukraine, I believe, around 2008. So although he's, uh, he's an American by uh, background, he's spent a lot of time in Ukraine with Ukrainian companies. And I believe he's still the C CEO of Rig Ukraine, correct? Correct. That is correct. So tell us a little bit about the um, establishment of Ring Ukraine. I understand you started off with 10 people in August of 2016. Correct. So uh, in, uh, as you said, in August of 2016, we started it as uh, small operations. We didn't plan uh, for it to grow huge. We just decided that we will build a couple of prototypes with the, the best engineering talent that we can find in computer vision and machine learning. We will see how we can make the existing doorbells smarter, providing machine learning and computer vision techniques to it. And we will see how it will go. And apparently it went very well. So we started our growth in September and October. And by the end of the year, we were at around 50 or 60 people at, at the end of 2016 16 correct and uh, 2017 was a huge year because after we proved that Ukraine can provide the best professionals in uh, high-end technologies we were able to move some of the ring operations here in terms of firmware QA uh, software development and grew the R&D department as well. And how many people are there on staff in Kyiv now? It's uh, about 500 people as for right now. Well, that's quite a bit of growth in terms of staff. Yes, that's correct. That's been a hell of a ride for the last uh, one and a half years in terms of growth. And is there also an office in Toronto? Is that also part of your development operation? Uh, that's a funny thing. Uh, in press, it always mentions office in Toronto, but Toronto is actually the name of the business center in Kiev that is uh, called Toronto, that is located here. And because of the name, there is a lot of confusion uh, <laughs> with many of our partners and many, many of our friends. Got it. Uh, we'll try to set the record straight here today. <laughs> sure. Yes, so no operations in Canada yet. Great. Now, Ring Ukraine, it's or rather Ring, the, the main company headquarters, is located in Santa Monica, California. Yes. And it was founded by Jamie uh, Seminoff in 2012, I believe. Yes. How did Jamie connect with Jason originally? Do you know? So that is all through friends, as most of the great things happen in life. First, he knew about Jason's experience with Budel, and second, he knew him through friends. And when we first met, we talked to him about Ukraine, and we talked to him about how exceptional people are here, and that we can, if he just gives us a chance, we can bring him the best and cutting-edge technologies to his product. And that's basically how it happened. And so I understand that uh, Ring's mission is to reduce crime in neighborhoods. That's a pretty lofty goal. <laughs> but that is something that all of our people are working towards. You would not uh, imagine 
the hype and uh, the energy in the office when we are able to learn uh, that the crime happened on the video with our algorithms and we are able to just to move uh, towards our goal a little bit closer. You will um, not believe what happens, how motivated people are when we see that some of the uh, curating tools uh, that we are developing are able to help to uh, to catch the burglar uh, right in couple of minutes or provide the police with the video of uh, the crime that happened and to help to find and put people to jail. So this is something that sounds uh, like a huge and um, something that cannot be achieved, but this is something that we do every day and we are moving closer and closer to making this happen. Very interesting. And just as a side note for our audience, uh, I believe in 2015, Sir Richard Branson actually invested in the ring company is that correct yes uh sir richard branson believed in uh, uh, the mission and believed that with this product it uh, could be also a convenience product when you can see who is at your door and what is going on and if your package is delivered up till that people who are trying to rob into your house to, to get into your house will hear that somebody is at home because you are able to answer the door from anywhere, from your phone, and they will just go away because they will uh, not know if somebody's home or not, and they will uh, try not to get in. Let's talk about the competition for Ring's products. I understand, for example, the American company ADT is a competitor, and I guess Google is also, isn't it? So what we like to say is we don't think about competitors in the way that we are operating, we are thinking only about our mission and getting closer to that. I believe that most of Ring's success and place where we are right now is based on that uh, concrete philosophy of not looking back uh, to the other players on the market, but being concentrated on what we want to deliver to our neighbors, our users. So what have been some of the major challenges with establishing Ring Ukraine and the projects that you've worked on over the years? Actually, a year and a half, I guess it is now. Yes. So the main challenge was obviously the growth and supporting this growth with the processes. We started as a real startup with a startup environment with the people who used to certain um, pace of work. And once we started growing, we had to bring up many, many processes and operate like a company, like a, more of a corporation. That has been a challenge because the processes, internal ones and external that work for 100 people, do not work well for 300. And processes for 300 do not work well for 500. And that's where we had to accommodate very quickly, adjust and uh, move forward with the same pace that we used before. That was our main challenge. Second challenge was bringing in talented managers uh, and uh, making sure that they are all aligned with our mission. This is somewhere we are very picky in our recruitment process and we are trying to bring in only the best talent, which has been uh, <laughs> harder and harder um, once, uh, once we raise the bar to the company that is uh, sold to Amazon. In terms of projects, we are working on computer vision and machine learning, uh, which will allow the 
doorbells and cameras to learn if it is a person, vehicle or animal is in front of the door. And um, the main challenge here is the scale. We are now serving many millions of uh, users and neighbors uh, around the world and the algorithms that are developed need to be able to run on uh, millions of clips every day. That is the main technical challenge. So what lies in the future for Ring Ukraine, especially now that the parent company Ring is owned by Amazon? Do you think there'll be any major changes in terms of the way you run the R&D operation? Um, so we are right now still in the process of learning what, where we are or what's going to happen. We are um, introduced to, we have been introduced to Amazon teams and we are learning how we can help each other to move forward. There is obviously be a, a grow, growth in Kiev uh, because we had some plans uh, for launching new products that uh, is uh, that we are not going to change and moving forward uh, as I said before the main challenge is to serve users at scale well right now the scale will double then triple then quadruple and uh, and more so that will be our main uh, our main challenge moving forward in terms of operations inside the office I believe at some point we will have to adapt Amazon processes, uh, which they have built very uh, in a very profound way, and um, we will see how we can benefit from that. It will be uh, extremely interesting ride for us. And one final question, because we're almost out of time, and this is more of a broad-based question about finding tech talent. These days, it seems like. Uh, Ukrainian tech talent is in high demand, not only within Ukraine, but around the world. Is it is it difficult for you to find really experienced programmers and engineers? In generally, it is. So Ukraine really has a top talent. And uh, this top talent obviously looks for what's the best for them. Some of them leave. Some of them stay in the country and there is a huge uh, competition for them. However, I find that once you have a very interesting task and, a, and a space for the person to develop professionally and personally, once you show them that uh, what they do or, they, or what they will do matters, it makes it much, much easier to find and attract the best talent. Because you cannot motivate people with money, with uh, career label, um, but you can motivate them with uh, adding meaning to what they are doing every day of their life. That's very interesting. And with that, we're going to have to uh, wrap it up for today. So we have been speaking with Kira Rudik, who is the COO of Ring Ukraine. Ring Ukraine is the R&D operation for the video doorbell and home security product manufacturer Ring. Kira, thank you so much for talking to our audience today. And if they want to find out more about your company, where can they go on the internet? It's www.ringukraine.com. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Mike. It was a pleasure. This is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition, a monthly podcast series on Ukrainian tech companies and their efforts to go global. Until next time, that's all for now.